Welcome to the Successfully Unemployed Show. My name's Dustin Heiner, and I'm here to help you learn how to quit that J-O-B, that just overbroke job, by every means possible. Today, I'm super excited to bring on a fantastic expert who started his coffee company when he was 17 years old and now is doing fantastic, helping people as well as serving great coffee and being successfully unemployed. All right, let's start the show. Welcome to the Successfully Unemployed Show, the place where ordinary people become extraordinary by finding the path to financial freedom through entrepreneurship, side hustles, and passive income. We've already blazed the path, showing you how to retire early and have financial independence so you will never work for someone else again. And now, here's your host, Dustin Heiner. Imagine starting a fantastic million-dollar company when you were 17 years old. Well, our expert today has done that. He started going door-to-door selling coffee, and this coffee is not just any coffee like Starbucks. They actually roast it themselves. They do a fantastic job delivering it, and it also has a special thing that really, it's basically no acid in it, which helps people at the same time get great coffee and get what they want out of a good cup of joe in the morning. And if you have not already received my real estate investing course absolutely for free, I wanna get it to you, show you how to find an area of the country to invest, how to build the business, making sure you're making $250 or more from every single rental property that you buy and scale the business to quit your job and be successfully unemployed. Text the word rental, R-E-N-T-A-L, to 33777. Rental to 3377. And I will literally send it to you right away so you can get that and get started investing. Because we know the market's hot right now. There are great deals out there and you can quit your job. In fact, on my other podcast, Master Passive Income, I just released an episode where one of my investing students started working with me in 2019, December of 2019. And in 18 months, all through 2020, you know, the coronavirus, he has amassed a fantastic portfolio of properties. He has 22 units, 11 duplexes, making him almost six to $7,000 a month in passive income. Go over and check out Master Passive Income, where I talk to my student, where he walks through how he actually did and how you can too, and also get my free real estate investing course as well. Let's jump into today's show where I interview Tyler Ornstein of Tyler's Coffee, and he shows us how we can become experts as well, creating a product that benefits people and makes money for us so we don't have to work that J-O-B. All right, let's start the show. Tyler Ornstein, thank you so much for being on the show. Hey, man, I really appreciate it. And uh, definitely, I love the acronym JOB. I've never heard of that before, but it makes a lot of sense. Everybody's living just over broke. Okay, so what is the way that you make money to provide for your family without working that dead-end J-O-B? Well, I think the most important thing in in business and, and really, like, anyone that wants to break free of the confines of, uh, you know, paycheck to paycheck is, it's very, very simple. It's actually one word. It's uh, residual. Residual income is what builds anyone's net worth. Um, if you're sleeping and you're making money, you're doing better than 95% of the people out there that are having to work. So, so the way that a way that a job works is you give your time for a dollar value that is associated with that hour. So if you're doing things by the hour and you 
say, okay, well, if I do this many hours, I'll make this much pay. That's quote unquote, okay. But what if you were doing things without that hour and still getting paid? I love that idea. That's sort of passive income. I'll give you an example. Just yesterday, I got a message from PayPal saying, hey, you just received some money, like 160 bucks from an affiliate. Like I have affiliates that, you know, if somebody buys something through my link, I make money. And I was like, oh, I don't even know who this affiliate is, but praise the Lord, I got 160 bucks. That's just great. So making that passive income. And so is that what your business model is based off of? We are an online-based business in the beginning. I mean, now we have wholesale. I've got a whole staff. I've got seven people and, you know, they, they run a lot of different portions of the of the company. I do not employ people. And people go, well, what do you mean you have seven people that work for you? Yeah, I have seven people that work for me, but I don't I don't employ anyone. Everyone's a 1099 contractor. And let me explain really quickly what a 1099 contractor is. There's someone that comes in on their own free time, does their own work, makes their own commissions, and makes money for the company and themselves. Now, can I force someone to show up? No. Do they show up every day on a certain time? Absolutely. Why? Because I give them a great work experience and work ethic. And I'm a cool boss. You know, I'm not one that's going to just keep someone to the grindstone and, and keep pushing them and pushing them and pushing them. I, I, I understand that it's, it's a work balance. And when you can allow someone to go and enjoy, say, for example, we're in Arizona, go up to Sonoida, or sorry, Sedona and enjoy Sedona for, you know, three days while they work from their laptop. I love it because now they're enjoying life and I'm making money off of them and they're making money off of me. And it's, it's just a really, really great collaborative environment. So tell us about what you were doing before you started Tyler Coffee. Tyler, Tyler's Coffee, right? Tyler's Coffee. Popcorn. And then, oh, so did you ever have like a regular nine to five job? No, sir. Awesome. Good for you. Nope. So what made you take like in going full time in a Tyler's coffee? What was that like? Well, I started at 14 years old, um, door to door on a bicycle. And what I did is I took these coffee packets. So let me, let me backtrack. My father is a biochemist by trade and he figured out when the tannic lipid acids bloom in the roasting process. So by not blooming, not keyword, not blooming the tannic and lipid acids, we're able to yield a neutral pH. So people that suffer from Crohn's, GERD, leaky gut, overactive bladder, um, ulcer colitis, uh, you know, any kind of stomach-related modality, they don't realize that coffee is one of the biggest aggravators to that condition. But by drinking that coffee on a daily basis, they're essentially putting themselves in a, in a negative I guess you could say behind the ball circumstance. So your your body wants to live at a pH of neutrality, so like seven three, seven four, um, and your your liver and pretty much the rest of all your organs work very very hard to clean your blood so that you do not have an acidic blood. So when you when you do get acidity, then your body has to work overtime. And and uh, there's good acidity, like citrus is good acidity. And then there's bad acidity, like tannins and lipids. Uh, also, muric acid is in coffee. We don't we don't bloom the, the, the muric acid as well. But the, the point is, is that you can drink coffee without having reverse side effects. So fast forward to 14 years old, uh, after my dad developed this, he said, hey, why don't you go around the, the block and, and see what people think of the coffee? And so I got on my bicycle and I started biking, bicycling around. And what I did is I went to door to door, I knocked on it. And I said, hi, you know, my name's Tyler. I just want you to try this coffee. Can I just get your name and number and follow up with you? And I'll never forget this really sweet lady. Um, 
I called her and I said, hi, yeah, this is Tyler. And then I just wanted to check in and see what you thought about the coffee. And she goes, oh, you know what? That's really, really good coffee. Where do I get it? And I was like, oh, well, from me. So, well, how much is it? A dollar. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know, man. I, I was, I was, I was young, right? So I just wanted to make that sale. And then she said, "Well, what's it called? This is a silver pack. I don't know what it's called." I was like, "Well, I don't have a name for it yet." She's like, "Well, I like the name Tyler. Why don't you call it Tyler's Coffee?" So that's kind of how it came. A lot of people think, "Oh, well, you're you know an ego driven guy, and you just want to put your name on everything." And that's not true. That's not how the the story goes. I mean, I I didn't have a name, and she kind of named it. So long story short, um, at 16 years old, I love BMW at the time, and I I got myself uh, into a, a BMW M3 that was only three years old, and people were like, "How the heck did he buy this car?" Well, it's because I built a website, and I was I was literally outside of Javalia. I was the only coffee company on the internet before everything went, you know, subscription to have subscription. So passive income again. That's fantastic. Oh man. So now you have a coffee company. Now with that, it seems like that would be rather difficult to start. I mean, think about the barrier to entry. So if I were to start something, not just like coffee, but let's say it's selling anything online. Is there anything that we need to do beforehand to make sure that we're doing it right? Because if you said you're the first, one of the first ones to actually sell coffee online, it seems like that there's a uh, somewhat of a barrier to entry. So if we're going to start selling something online, what is something that we need? There's a lot of tech we got to learn and understanding all like the the uh, payment processing, all this stuff. You used to, yeah. So so in back in back in my day, um, you had to learn how to do API integration. You had to learn how to do source coding. Yeah, I mean there was no plug and play nowadays. Is I mean my God, Shopify is like the biggest biggest company uh, for e-commerce in the world and they've the reason why they were became multi-billion dollar conglomerate is because they made it simple before that was wordpress and wordpress was another again it was just you had to know code you had to have an inside coder you had to have someone that was running different snippets and making sure that the code was running correctly with another app and it was just a, a nightmare and, and that's kind of what Shopify saw and they said, okay, well, why don't we just streamline the whole situation? And then they did that. To your roundabout way, yes, it was a lot more difficult back in the day. Nowadays, I think anyone could get on in the internet and sell stuff. And and drop shippers are dime a dozen. I mean, you could figure out how to build a niche by using other people's infrastructure and and making a little bit of a percentage. So if we're gonna start a coffee company. <clears throat> Do we need to do all the roasting ourselves to get a big barrel that does all the roasting, all that sort of stuff? The difference between Tyler's and everyone else's is that we we have a, a lot of infrastructure that we've invested in over the years. So no, the, the answer to your question is no. I mean, if you want to make uh, a good coffee, you're, you're going to have to invest in a couple million dollars in, in infrastructure. But if you want to sell coffee for other people and other brands – that would be a better way to go to start, you know, cutting your teeth and and getting the 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 money. Like, you know, you, you could be an online distributor and then figure out how to market that website versus trying to build all the infrastructure and learning how to roast the coffee. 
you know, let let the roasters roast the coffee and let yourself be the marketer to sell the coffee. Oh, that makes sense. So it, I'm assuming, correct me if I'm wrong, you're doing both of those. You're the roaster and seller, but you probably have other people selling for you. Is that correct? Yeah, but I've been doing this for 16 years. So I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's not. It's oh, not no, it's, it definitely takes a lot of work together. So if somebody yeah. wanted to start selling coffee, is it as easy as calling up a company like, you know, Tyler's Coffee and say, hey, I want to be a wholesaler for you. And can oh, I get yeah. some product and yeah, it's that I think, easy. I think a lot of people. I think a lot of people use Amazon as the as the gateway. Now we have an exclusivity with one partner on Amazon, and they do over a million dollars a year. So that's why they get get their exclusivity that way. But the the value of calling up a a, a manufacturer or a company and saying, "Hey, can I sell your products for you?" is very, 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 very easy to do. I mean, no one's not going to say, "Oh, I'm sorry, we're not going to take your money," except for the case of for us if they have an exclusive. And and Amazon is is an interesting one because you're talking about the biggest online retailer in the world. Is it wise to? Just because I know you could probably just put it all on Amazon or should you do something like door to door? Like you're saying, like, how would we go into if we found a good company that we want to sell? What do we do to make sure we're getting sales out? So door to door is dead. I don't suggest door to door. Door to door is, is kind of died with the Internet. It used to be you would get door to door salesmen like it was like on a, on a regular basis. And now if someone rings your doorbell and it's not an Amazon package, they're they're coming with that gun behind you. You know, we don't we don't really do door to door anymore, right? But no, I would suggest this. I would say, um, you know, if you want to build a progressive idea of whatever product or service you want to do, do it as a test market on your social media first. And if it actually has any value, your your friends and family will tell you. I, I cannot stress enough. Testing is so Oh, critical. Uh, if you if you test something and you don't get a good response, then why would you obviously put value or, or resources behind something that's going to be harder to sell? So it sounds like you do that a lot in Tyler's Coffee. Is it like flavors and all that sort of stuff? Is that what you do? You do zero flavors. No, we do zero flavors. So so Tyler's Coffee is kind of like a medical product for for people that suffer from stomach-related issues. So when you drink our coffee, you're 95% of our customer base suffers from a stomach-related issue. Now, there's other people out there. I mean, I have a stomach-related. I have GERD. But uh, there's there's people out there that drink our coffee because they like the flavor and they like the taste. And, and blah, 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 which is great. I love it. But what I mean by that is like, find your target audience. Like, like, like we, we won't sell coffee to Starbucks drinkers. Starbucks drinkers like that burnt. They like that, you know, kind of, mm, I, I, I can't, I, I'm not going to knock the competition here, but when I'm saying not say, good, <laughs> not good. Not, yeah. 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 <laughs> and, and, and so, and so we're not looking for those, those people. So what we would do is None of our marketing has the keyword Starbucks in it because we're not looking to take over that market sector. I think another that's kind of a good segue. So so one of the really interesting things about a lot of business owners is they get an ego. And ego kills businesses. I mean, ego kills you. Ego is your worst enemy. Confidence is what builds. Confidence is what carries you to the next level. If you're confident and you say, Hey, no, that I, I know my product. I know what my product's valued at. Um, you know, we have an 80% retention rate on our customer base and that's not ego. That's confidence because I know that, you know, it, it's, it's a great product. Ego would be like, my coffee's the greatest. And if you don't like it, F you. 
You know, that that would be the difference. That's a good point. Now, it does seem like you've already told me what differentiates Tyler's Coffee versus other ones. Is that something that's very helpful to differentiate between other products out on the market for any business? Well, yeah, if you're not differentiating yourself from the, the competition, what are you? So let's put it this way. You have two, you have two values in a, in a product and maybe a service. I could say service too. The value is benefits or cost. You're either going to be cheaper and that's your benefit and that's all you're going to live in. Or like myself, we have value. We give you benefits for your value. So like, for example, if I was going to be a reseller for Starbucks coffee, okay, I'd, I'd have nothing, absolutely nothing in competition except for price. You know, I just, uh, I'm cheaper. That's why you buy from me. I'm cheaper. That's it. That's why, that's why you would buy from me. I'm cheaper. Because then someone else could go down the road and buy the same bag at you have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. At, at a, you know, at a cheaper rate and, and you're just playing a price war. Now, if you want to play a commodity price war, that's fine, but it's very, very, very expensive and your margins will always fluctuate just like a stock. I don't suggest that. Um, if you want to build strong wealth, if you want to build good wealth, then be unique. Be, be a blue water territory product. So there's red water and blue water. So red water means that the, the waters are bloody. They're, they're, they're infested and you're kind of like chum 
in the in the in the red water. Blue water means that there's there's no competition to talk about. There's no competition per se, or if there is competition, you guys are are separate enough that there is a differentiator to the customer. So the the customer sees it and goes, oh. Oh, okay. This 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 is unique and different. Now, another another really really big factor in success in a business is the word help, and I cannot stress that enough. If you cannot help someone, you're not going to make a sale. That's a great point. And as you're helping more, I found in all my businesses, the more people that I help, the more money I make, and the more I help other people's lives be better. And so, if you have that perspective going into any business, it just helps everybody in the long run. So you already. Yeah, you have employees, and so at what point should we look to start scaling a business? Like we're we're a sole owner, sole proprietor. We're doing it. We're going like like you maybe going door to door or figuring a way to sell online. At what point do you think we need to make a shift to where we start hiring employees? So again, I don't have employees. I have contractors. I have to be kind of specific about that. But I, yeah. I will say that if you want to hire help, the reason why you hire help is because you can't do it all. So. When you get to the point, and and I'm talking about, don't be lazy, <laughs> don't be lazy. You know, if if you go, oh, this is so stressful. Like I'll tell you, I I remember uh, when the AC broke in my old office, and I was uh, at 110 degrees, and and I was fulfilling orders for customers by myself because I didn't need <laughs> I didn't need the help at the time because I could do it right. So when you build a big enough company, and I won't put a dollar amount behind it, but when you build a big enough company where you go, okay, I'm actually dropping balls because I cannot get everything done, that's when you start hiring help. That's a great point. I only hire help when, or get them as contractors when they're either going to make me more money or take away problems or fix things or do things that I want to basically make my life easier. I love hiring people that are much smarter than me in many, many different things because they can do things that I can't or even won't be able to do. And so it helps the business get better. So how do you then scale the business? Is it like marketing and ads? Is it something else? Well, the most important thing in, in, in scalability is to never sell your product again. Now, let me, let me explain. I'll be more than happy to explain because people. Yeah, I was just going to ask, what does that mean? <laughs> what are you talking about, Tyler? You're 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 smoking something weird. What I mean by that is, I don't sell coffee anymore. All I do is make sure that the infrastructure and the supply chains get to the right places at the right time, so we can supply product. Customers sell my coffee. Customers get on Facebook. Customers get on social media and say, hey, I just tried this wonderful coffee. I love it so much. That's when you know you made it. That's when you know you've really, really gotten it. So another really important thing is if you're going to have a customer, hey, quick question. Did you like my product? Yeah, I loved your product. Do you mind giving me a testimonial? Sure. That is the biggest help for any small business you can imagine. That that testimonial costs more than your marketing budget for the week. As we know, as online businesses, Amazon reviews, you know, like Google reviews or even just any any site like Walmart or whatever, there's reviews and people look at those. And if there's like three out of five stars, it's definitely going to be detrimental towards people buying as opposed to four, maybe four and a half stars. So if if we're providing, a, it sounds like if we're providing a really good product that people really enjoy, you would then 
we go back to them and ask them if you enjoy it, like, do you enjoy it? Yes, I do. Then let's go ahead and have, like, could you go ahead and put a, a testimonial on there, review it, do something like that. And then from there, do you do any ads at all? Or is that basically, you don't have to worry about that anymore? We do. So, so we do ads and I'll tell you why we do ads. We are looking to get subscribers. That's what our ads are geared towards because we love subscribers because that's, because it's a membership decision. model, right? They, they yep. buy monthly coffee. Okay. Yep. I mean, there's, there's like, there's no risk. Like it's not like, Oh, sign this in blood and give us your firstborn. If you don't, you know, pay us No, you can cancel at any time and all that stuff. But I'm saying that for us, it costs, you know, probably in the neighborhood of like 15 to $20 to, to obtain a customer, that customer's lifetime journey to the company is about $1,500. So it really, really works out in our favor. And and not to mention, we get to keep them forever because even if they want to pause, well, I've got a staff member that reaches out to them directly and says, hey, you know, we'll give you X amount off if you want to resubscribe. So the re- the retention rate is is phenomenal. And that's that's it's good, right? It's it's a good it's a good thing to to have uh, subscribers because then you're getting the residual income. The one time customers that, that that doesn't really. I mean, yes, it comes through in the marketing, but that's not really what we're looking for. We're looking for subscriptions. I love that. Now, tell me about passive income because we talked about that briefly earlier. But how does that business model? How can that play into or can it? plan to many or other businesses outside of Tyler's Coffee. Any business can be a passive income. I mean, if you if you're making money without being quote unquote working, then you're making passive income. You could own real estate and you're making passive income. You know, it's not it doesn't have to do with specifically an e-commerce site. It's like, you know, if if you are not doing something at a job for a specific dollar amount, like you said, oh, I just got an email and PayPal sent me a hundred and some dollars because of my affiliate. Well, that's passive income. You didn't work for that. You didn't see you. You know, you weren't there to make that dollar. I love that, and that's something that all of my businesses that I've created from this point forward, actually, for, since I quit my job because uh, I was investing in real estate, I was like, man, this passive income is amazing. How do I hit more businesses that do this? Because literally work one time and get paid over and over again. It makes my value so much greater, especially it just keeps going. And the thought came to me, I cannot give my job to my kids, but all the businesses that I create, I can absolutely build them into the business. So they work in it and then eventually give that over to them. I thought this is generational wealth that I can create with this passive income type type business. What do you think? Obviously. (laughs) (laughs) i'm I'm sorry not 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 to be a smart a smart butt but yeah i mean duh like you know if if you if you can build a business you could definitely gift it to your kids and they can learn the business and and learn the ropes and you know i love the saying you know you teach a man fish he'll eat for a lifetime you give a man a fish he'll eat for a day i think that's what the nine to five really lives off of is give a man a fish, give a man a fish, give a man a fish. Because let's be honest, corporations are greedy, greedy sons of guns. And uh, they don't want you to go find your own success. They want you to sit there and stay and, and do your job and you know get your X amount of pittance for what your uh, value is. And, and again, I actually am 100% uh, for people that don't want to be an entrepreneur. It, it takes a very stressful 
and very, very, the successful entrepreneurs, they didn't do it overnight and they didn't do it with a lot of praise. They, they've, they were told you'll never work. It'll, it'll fail. You don't know what you're talking about. You know, why don't you go get a real job like real people? You know, you're, you're a bum, blah, 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 blah. The negative outlays the positive whenever you want to become an entrepreneur. No one, no one respects an entrepreneur. What people do respect is a successful entrepreneur. But again, it's like an iceberg. You know, they see your success. They see your cars. They see your boats. They see your planes. They see your, your houses. They see, you know, your, your, your bank accounts. They see your net worth on Google. They see all of this success, 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 success. They don't see the iceberg below. They don't see the, the anguish, the long hours, the heartache, the, the, the you know, relationships, the just every single thing that it took to make that success. So Tyler, anything else in business in general that we might have missed or any type of like insights, quick tips or anything that you would have learned in all your years of doing business that we should know? I would say this. I would say if you're not ready, don't do it. If you're happy with your nine to five job, if you're com- you say, hey, I can pay the bills, hey, I can do this, then then stay, stay, stay in your job because that's what's going to make you happy because you're going to be confident enough to do your job, do it right, and and know for a fact that you're going to have a stable income. If you're crazy and a little bit psycho and a little bit, you know, just. I don't really have the words, unfortunately, because it's 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 kind of like tenacity. That's the real word. If you don't have this like never-ending urge to get out of your cubicle and to be your own person, stay stay where you're at because it is not a nice world out there, and it's getting worse. It's not getting better. All right, Tyler, let's jump into the rapid fire round now. The rapid fire round, where the questions are short, but your answers don't have to be. So, first question. If you were to go back and give yourself, your younger self, any bit of advice that you've learned over the years, could be business, could be life, what would it be? Falling is not failing. It's okay to fail. Failing is how you learn. Can you give us, I'm, I'm going to definitely ask a follow-up question. What is one failure that you're willing to share, one, one time that you've, fall, you've fallen, that you could share with us that we could probably wean some good wisdom out of? Uh, one time I quoted someone... Uh, by an invoice and it and I lost about six thousand dollars because I quoted the wrong the wrong decibel. The what how do you fix that? Just be more intent or diligent? Yeah. I, I had to I had to eat it. It was, you know, it, it was it, that's that I mean they they told me they're like, well, you know, if you don't do this then we'll sue you because of breach of contract and da, 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 da. so they they got one on over me and uh I, I learned a variable lesson, you know, always watch, always double check, make sure it's right, don't send something and I tell all my employee my people, all my help, you know, if you have a question, bring it to me first because I don't want to bring a question to you. If I bring a question to you, probably the next thing out of my mouth is you're fired. That's a good point. That's a yeah. really good point. Because if you have an issue, you're going to that person, there's potential <laughs> problems that they maybe either caused or yeah. So that's a great insight. Okay. Another so, another thing would be oh, go ahead. Uh, fire very fast and hire extraordinarily slow. I do that exact same thing. So in all my real estate investing, all my businesses, I hire very slow fire very fast because there's no point in delaying the inevitable and just just go ahead and do it. So I, I love that idea. So next question is, 
what is one tool, one, it could be an app, it could be a piece of paper and a pencil, something that you use in everyday life that we should probably look at using? Well, if you're, if you're in a product-based business, uh, do not use ShipStation. They're not great. I would use Shipping Easy. Shipping Easy is a much better platform. That's a very practical tip. I love that. That's especially for the business model. So that's great. Okay. So what is one book? What It could be nonfiction or fiction, whichever one you want, um, that we should read. Very simply. Two, two people. Dale Carnegie, Napoleon Hill. Any of their books. Any. How to, how to, uh, win, how to win friends uh, and influence people. Influence people. Yeah. Yep. Brilliant. Um, brilliant book. Um, yep. You know, uh, it just... I can't think off the top of my head because you put me on the spot, but any of Dale Carnegie's or Napoleon Hill's books are just gospel. I mean, for business owners, yeah, it's yep. was it three feet from gold. You know, there's there's a lot of them, and yeah. and they're all amazing. They're all absolutely amazing. I wholeheartedly agree. I listen to the audiobooks. That's right. So I do. do I. I'm definitely an audiobook person. But how to win friends and influence people? I listen to that at least a dozen times yeah, I mean, over great. the years. I mean, it's, it's, and you always uh, learn something new. You sure do. You always learn something <laughs> new. It's great. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So, Tyler, how can people reach out to you? How can they find their coffee? How can they find you online and everything like that? Uh, you can go to tylerscoffees.com. That's Tyler's with an S, coffees with an S.com. Um, that's our home site. Or you can go to Amazon. You can go to Walmart. You can go to Target. You can go to Kroger. This is all online. Y- y- you'll find coffee. If you if you search Tyler's Coffees, you will find what you're looking for. Well, Tyler, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for being on the show. I really appreciate it. You gave us a lot of great insights. Absolutely, man. I sincerely appreciate it. And, and dude, the one thing that I want to leave with you is if you're not ready, don't do it. But if you are ready, go kill it. Today's episode has been brought to you by the Real Estate Wealth Builders membership. That's the membership that I founded teaching people how to quit their J-O-B by investing in real estate rental properties. Now, Real Estate Wealth Builders is your place to learn how to invest in real estate with five different masterclass courses group coaching with me and a private student community where we all work together, all the tools and the discounts, all the resources and everything that you need to quit your J-O-B by investing in real estate. Now, I do want to show you how to do this completely for free. If you want to learn about investing in real estate for free, I want to get you my free real estate investing course. Text the word rental to 33777. That's R-E-N-T-A-L to 33777 so you can see how you can quit your job that J-O-B by investing in real estate. I'll show you how to find properties, how to use other people's money to buy properties, and how to scale the business to be successfully unemployed just like I did. Now, did you also know that there are video versions of each and every single episode on the Successfully Unemployed show? Well, I did record every single one of these for you. I recorded them for you so you will be able to learn from the experts themselves, see what they're doing, see everything that they are talking about on this show visually and all their examples, all their slides, all their pictures that they even draw. Everything is on there. Go to successfullyunemployed.co forward slash YouTube. Or if you just go to YouTube and type in successful unemployed, more than likely you're going to find me. So successfullyunemployed.co forward slash YouTube. And I would truly appreciate it if you subscribe to Successful Unemployed on YouTube and wherever you're listening to this podcast, subscribe to this show so that you can always get 
every bit of new information on how to quit your J-O-B. Also, if you got anything out of the show, share it with just one person. Share it with just one person so that they can see the light that it is so much better to not work a job, be successful, unemployed, and be your own boss. All right, guys, this is it for today's show. I will see you next week. See ya. (laughs) 